Hey, I'm Stevie. What's up? I'm Monty J. And you're listening to the Bookshelf Boyfriends Podcast. Where we take a deep dive with your favorite contemporary romance authors. Asking them questions about everything from their writing process to their reading habits, plus so much more. Join us as we help you find your next Bookshelf Boyfriend. What's up, Bookworms? It's your host, Stevie. What's up, MJ? Stevie's back and better than ever, bitches. <laughs> what's up, guys? Uh, huh? It's been a day. <laughs> I know. Well, happy Wednesday. We're recording this intro after we've already done the podcast, which is fine. Um, it my sometimes. It really took a shit on me, which made me have a fucking panic attack and a half, but it's fine. Um, happy Wednesday. Hope everybody's doing all right. Um... You let yesterday I gave you guys a pretty thick run through of like what I've been reading lately. So other than the fact that I that Scouts just released today, and I am definitely going to go binge read that. It's already on my Kindle. I pre-ordered it a long time ago. It is a hold up. Let me get it pulled up here so I don't fuck it up. It Scouts is a dark romance anthology. The troop is all grown up, but that doesn't mean they've stopped using the badges they earned. And it's basically like a bunch of dark romance authors writing about freaking grown up Boy Scouts. And I'm super excited about it. So we're going to see how it goes. I just downloaded two anthologies. Which ones did you download? I downloaded the Evil Queen anthology. Okay. And Tinsel and Tatas. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds lovely. Um, because Piper Rain is in it and they put a, uh, novella to catch up with one of their series. So Ooh. I was like, I need it. I need it now. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Also, Gianna Darling released, wait, go ahead. What would you say? It was on sale for 99 cents because it just released yesterday. So I bought it. Um, you can literally, and also Gianna Darling released a prequel to her upcoming release dangerous temptations and it's called bad dream and it is free and you can on amazon on all platforms you can go check it out um i'm super excited i have that on my kindle too because i want to read it before dangerous temptations comes out on the 26th of october um do you have any other book world stuff you want to talk to the people about stevie i sure do not because it's been a slow week for me i've been working so (laughs) there's not much going on in my world like feeling better so like she's been a little I was sick yesterday and then I had my security system put in today and that took forever I've been up since eight o'clock I'm exhausted I'm tired I want to go to bed (laughs) same I feel you all right ladies and gents that is all from us on the uh introduction portion but we're gonna go on over and we're gonna go chat with Jay Acreage so stay tuned to find out more Thank you so much for joining us on the Bookshelf Boyfriends podcast, Jay Acreage. Welcome, welcome. Good morning. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I like minus like the little disaster I had this morning. <laughs> I'm super excited to chat. Um, this is gonna be so much fun, and we are like super hyped to start. You know, like talking to you. I like to like kick things off with like where. Are you from and how is the weather where you're at? Oh, well, I am in the boot hill of Missouri and it has rained for about, I don't know, it feels like 
6,000 days, but it's really only been like 12 hours, but you know, whatever. It's all the same, but (laughs) I am sick and tired of the rain. My dogs are muddy and I'm having to clean the floor twice as much. And I feel like I can't get anything done. It's driving me insane. Listen, I like the rain. But I don't know if I like the rain in Mississippi. (laughs) That's the difference. It looks like it's going to rain here. I mean, it's like 67 degrees, I think. It's super cloudy. Yeah, well, I'm good with the rain if I can sleep through it, but it always rains whenever I can't go to sleep (laughs) and I have a million things to do. No, but the best thing is like, do you have a tin roof? I don't. I don't. I know. I know. It's the best. It's like the, I think it's like free therapy. I think anybody who's like sad just needs to eat a tin roof and go sit out in the middle of like a rainstorm. Right. Well, I'm, I'm just going to burn my house down and rebuild it with a tin roof. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like one of my favorite things in the whole world. So we're going to jump into reading questions. See, okay. do you want to take these or we want to go back and forth? What are we going to do? Hot stuff. We'll go back and forth. All right, cool. You kick it off. Go ahead. Okay. So on August 31st, you released your new book, which is Enthralled. And this is a Rockstar Romance, which I, we are all for Rockstar Romances. Okay. Yes. I'm obsessed. Ugh. Um. So this, what was your favorite part about writing Cole and Mia's story? Okay. So I'm going to tell you. <laughs> something. Oh, oh my God. So I am a huge machine gun kelly fan (gasps) i am am, and i mean if you look at me right now like i'm wearing a freaking carhartt t-shirt and like so far off from like any mgk anything but i love him so much that i think my husband gets jealous he just won't tell me (laughs) and so i was going through like an mgk phase you know where i was just like rocking out all of his songs and everything what like dropping my kids off at school you know and like all of his songs like I was playing candy in the drop-off line like how inappropriate it's but whatever candy. yeah I, okay. <laughs> well my, it's really bad I don't know if it's bad parenting or good parenting when my three-year-old knows every word to the song I mean I think it's good parenting but that's just I, my yeah I'm like well what maybe he won't get addicted to Adderall I don't know <laughs> you know <And> so <laughs> Um, I was going through an MGK phase and I was like, hmm, what would I do if I was dating him? And so I wrote this book or I started the idea of the book and I got with a friend of mine, Nicole, and I was like, girl, like, what can I do? And so we like plotted out this whole book and I wrote it. And then, you know, by the end of it, especially for me, I get so sick and tired of these characters. And I was like, ready to like, just jab Cole's eyes out because I was sick and tired of hearing about him because it wasn't working so I stepped away and then when I came back to it I just fell all in love with MGK all over again and so man but yeah so that's where that came from so if you read it and you read like bleach blonde hair then just know it's like MGK (laughs) I literally love that but this is my thing right MGK and Megan Fox oh my gosh that's like bi panic for me right and I have a because mo- I'm bisexual so like I'm like I don't know who I want to date or be more oh my gosh like, I'm like I'm so like in like when I explain people my bisexuality I just show them a picture of MJ right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like They're this so perfect together 
I'm like, I'm like, this is what being bisexual looks like. This right. is what it feels like on the inside, you know? So I, I literally, I love MGK. And also on his new album, like Tickets mm-hmm. to My Downfall, the song, um, Play This When I'm Gone. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That song let me cry. And yes. if you look it up, do you know, that whole song was a suicide note he wrote to his daughter. I know it bright It breaks my heart so bad every time I listen. It's like, sometimes I just can't listen to it. So I just skip it. Oh my God. I like to do that to myself. I like to hurt myself <laughs> to it and like cry my eyes out. And I'm always like, I'm always like, I want this to be played at my funeral. Or my husband's like, why the fuck are you playing? This song? <laughs> oh, I, love, I love it. Well, and one of my biggest things is like, there's like Megan Fox is so damn beautiful. Like just, she's gorgeous. Oh yeah. And I look at her and I'm like, God, I don't know if I could compete with her. Like, she's so pretty. I know. I know. And I think the harder thing is, is I think Meg, I think MGK has, like, that face. Like, it's not that he's pretty because he's hot. Like, I think <laughs> people think that pretty thing is, like, a feminine trait, right? Uh, yeah. MGK is the type of man that other men see, and they're like, yeah, like, that's a good-looking dude. Like, yeah. they're pretty. They Like, Harry Styles is another great example of this. Yeah, yeah. They're- in out there that are just like so fucking pretty and I'm like I don't know if I want to be you MGK so I could date Megan Fox mm. or, like I don't know but this is just right. like the most amazing thing I've ever happened in my entire life I all right so tattoos. that's it I for really me love him if he was ever shirtless in front of me like if I go to a concert I'm gonna be that person that runs on stage and just like licks his tattoos and then just runs for the exit yeah security's gonna have to me I can't go to, I can't be up front in a concert. <laughs> Not going to be good. So because Cole was the kind of guy that didn't believe he deserved something good. Was right. it hard for you to write him like that? Or was there something <laughs> you found harder to write about Cole than others? Um, Yeah, because it was probably like, I mean, like, I had like I've like sprinkled some like trauma and stuff in the background of my other characters but I feel like Cole I really tried to bring his past trauma in a little more than I ever have and so it was kind of hard because I'm like such a basic person like literally so basic like I met my high school sweetheart when I was 15 and we've been together this whole time you know what I mean so like I have nothing exciting going on in my life and so I feel like I have to put it all in my books (laughs) Um, and so it was a totally different character for me to write than um, some of my earlier ones. So it was it was hard. It was really hard. We love a character with some emotional baggage. Okay, oh, me too. Me too. They make I, for the best characters sometimes. They do, especially when it's MGK and book. Man, I literally <laughs> no joke. Man, maybe he should be on a book cover one day. I know. Oh, Listen, I'm. I, I 100% agree. The day somebody pays for MGK to be on a book cover is the day that fucking shit is just going to hit the fucking fan. <laughs> I'm going to have to save my entire life savings from here on out just to have be able to afford one picture of him. That's literally how I feel about anybody. Yeah. Yes. No, but I, I don't know. I think that trauma gives characters more yep. character. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, CV, you go for the next one. Okay, so Mia thought she was happy, and then Cole entered the picture. Yes. So what surprised you most about Mia? That I wrote her, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> that I might be my new favorite answer. Right. I swear. And I wrote her. That's well, so good. When I started it, I wanted it to be like where Mia was just this, you know, because like Cole was such a bad boy rock star type. And I wanted Mia to just be like that innocent little perfect think she has the perfect life character. And I honestly, I'm a pantser. So the whole damn thing, you know, surprised me, like truly, that's just all I can give you. Like, cause I never know where I'm going in these books. They just go. And so Mia, I honestly, I think what surprised me the most about Mia was probably that she didn't cuss very much. I mean, really, because I have such a foul mouth and my characters have such foul mouths. And it was really hard for me to like tone it back a little for her. So that probably is what surprises me the most. Literally, have you, I literally, my my first book I ever wrote, the main female killer character, and it was Valor, has like the worst sailor mouth in the whole fucking world. <laughs> she really even, does. <laughs> yeah, bro. I cannot tell you how many F words are dropped in that book. Oh. My mother-in-law reads my stuff because she likes reading romance, right? So she yeah. like reads this kind of stuff. And she was like, loved the book, a little bit too many F-bombs, but loved <laughs> Book. and I was like oh my god I feel like Riggs was the same way though Riggs dropped a lot of f-bombs yeah I feel like as the as the plot moved forward in the series I feel like less and less f-bombs were dropped but I don't think there's ever too many f-bombs right it's my favorite word it really packs a punch you know <laughs> look we're lucky I'm not wearing my shirt today because I have a shirt that says Friday is my second favorite f-word <laughs> and I wear it almost every Friday love it I love that. I just need oh. one that says F off and then I'll be fine. I literally like my, I literally blanked on like what the next question was. I was about to ask her what was next for 2021. Ignore <laughs> me. Um, Jumping ahead there. <laughs> I know. Book two, which is called Enamored, is a re- releasing October 21st. So congratulations. If we don't Thank like you. Talk- talk to you like i'll message you or some shit for them but this is grayson and Paige's story so what can yeah. readers expect from you know their okay happy- so this one i knew since there's three guys in the band i knew i wanted three books and one of them to focus on each of them and so i kept thinking about grayson and so halfway through the book like cole's sister comes in and in Enthralled, Cole's sister gets married to a total douchebag, you know, typical. And then in Enamored, she ends up leaving her husband because they have a bunch of past problems that just followed them into their marriage, you know, and the typical, like, oh, I thought he would change. I thought he would be better, but, you know, all that stuff we know ain't going to happen. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, what a twist if Grayson and Paige got together. Because, Ooh. I mean, I'm an only child, but like if, one of my friends got with my brother I'd be pissed off like ooh, I don't want nothing ooh, I don't want to see it I don't want to hear about it. I don't want nothing <laughs> I was like man that'll be good and I love surprise pregnancy same okay. girl same and so I was like well I'm gonna sprinkle that in too <laughs> so she ends up um she ends up fairly pregnant in early in the book and um fairly pregnant I love fairly yeah. pregnant. I love it she does and so it's kind of like Grayson says something to her in the beginning that kind of has her like oh my god I can't tell him and so 
it's 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 out there it's out there but i love it i'm not a secret baby person oh i am like i'll read it like if i'm reading it in the book and it shows up i'm like okay whatever i don't really care (laughs) if like i don't know like if somebody's like oh it's a surprise baby trope and i know that that's the whole fucking plot i'm not i'm not doing it she'll just screenshot the book and send it to me (laughs) and then you can even see the knocked up anthology right there oh my gosh i love it and then like literally yesterday we i talked to trisha wolf like for the podcast and she was like we got down to trope questions and was like oh you know like which one's your least favorite and she was like surprise baby and i was like yes trisha <laughs> i was like me and you are on the same page well, i remember like, who was it it was uh gianna darling who told us that she's not a fan of surprise pregnancy but she wanted book recommendations from me because she wants ones that are really good stories so she could try to read them or done and have good stories man i'll read them it's not like i'm like you know anti-surprise baby it's just not like the trope i search in on Amazon, right right you know? like like psycho killer slash <laughs> is something that I would type in on Amazon, but you know, whatever. All right, CV, you take the next one. <laughs> so if you could pick one of your books or series to become a TV or movie, oh, which God. one would you pick and who would you cast in the lead roles? And yes, you can pick one of them and put MGK as the lead role. That's okay, fine. well, that's where I was going because I feel like, <laughs> I, this is such a hard question for me, but I, I mean, I'm just going to go the easy route and do a cop out and say enthralled so I could have MGK and Megan Fox <laughs> up there. And that's my answer. All right. I mean, I'm here for you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that is a solid answer. Honestly. I mean, and I think that that's pretty, they do act in movies. They act in like that mm-hmm. new movie together. Yeah. Something that she's in. Oh, and it's kind of perfect. Like Mia is kind of, you know, dark headed and cute and Cole is MGK so there you go that's my easy one I don't ask me about my other books because I have no damn idea (laughs) (laughs) unless unless it was full court press then I would be Kelsey and Chandler Parsons would be Landon Mm. and if you if you don't know Chandler Parsons y'all just need to google him because I'm going to google him do it because he oh he played for the memphis grizzlies and that's just a few hours up the road from me and oh man i fell in love that is but all right oh, now i know who he is because my best friend lives in memphis ah, he's and so- her, hus- her husband is from memphis and oh. we've had this conversation on a countless times about the memphis grizzlies yeah i love him and i don't i don't know what his parents did when they were like what should we name our son but that name man it should be in a book really it's a good name. Know. He's hot. I like it. Look, All right. one day she's going to write a book and then it's going to, that's what the name's going to be. It's fine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 uh. All right. So what's next for you at the end of 2021 heading into 2023? Uh, but 22, so I, not 23. We're not there yet. Right. <laughs> into 2022. My sleeping medication is just, it's trying to like wean off. All right. Oh, bless it. Bless it. So I have enraptured coming out in December and then I'm going to take a nice little break because I've rewritten full court press. I've released foul shot. I've released charged enthralled enamored's coming out and then enraptured. And I am my, I don't have a brain anymore. So I don't, <laughs> I need some time to decompress. Yeah. Um, but I have three stories lined up for 2022. So we'll see. I have like four and a fucking anthology and a 
I, I feel like in my head it's like three and then plus a novella. Yeah. So, oh, I'm going to kill myself. Well, I don't ever want to do another year like this one. My God. True. I'm telling you, there's just something about, I think t- we just need to, we need to pass the 2020s. And yeah. write- <laughs> Look, she's literally just celebrated her one year of publishing. What in July? And she's got yeah. six books out. So she, so really, she did that um, in her first year. Honestly, though, I want to punch myself in the face for that. And <laughs> definitely, I, yeah, I think that we need to just cancel out the 2020s completely yep. and just go right into 2030. I agree. Obviously, there's too much shiitake going on in 2000. <laughs> I literally saw this meme and you guys know, like, I'm pretty sure you guys know about like everything that's like that Gabby and Brian case or whatever. The girl. Uh, don't get me started. Okay. So, theories. We could be here all, right, all day. We're not going to get started on that, but I am going to say that dog, the bounty hunter is after Brian right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm fucking laughing my ass off. Cause I used to watch him on television with my dad all the time. And I saw this comment on TikTok when it like somebody had posted a video of dog going to bang on his parents' door or whatever. <laughs> and it was like, it was like, well, dog the bounty hunter searching down somebody searching down a wanted fugitive was not on my bingo list for 2021. <laughs> and I was like, this is so accurate. It's like playing bingo with like tragic events. It's like, oh, this is great. Well, did you see where he pitched a TV show to A&E? Oh, God. Of course he did. It, and it's called like fine brian laundry or something like that i can't even remember exactly but it made me laugh and i'm like i don't know why i'm laughing because i will fucking tune in and watch every damn episode of it so. i literally will like i don't even know like why like i don't yeah i love dog but i was like i'm worried that F- if the fbi is not gonna be the one to catch him that it's gonna be dog yeah, yeah and, listen to and me. It's, it's mainly because people are so convinced that he's such a horrible person i'm like do you realize the reason that he's doing what he's doing and bl- whistleblowing his whole plan is to flush him out somewhere yes, yes. like that is his like if you watch his shows then you know what he does mm-hmm. but like honestly though i swear to god on my life if dog and bounty hunter finds him before the fbi does i'm not paying no more taxes right <laughs> i am not gonna pay no tax dollars going <laughs> like what what am i paying you for you've got technical fbi now and like analysts and you let a man with a bleached mullet and some leather skin (laughs) find him the tiktok TikTok community paying for these planes to go over the parents house is absolutely hysterical oh my god i just love that people are sending flowers to gabby at his his parents house and i'm like that's some petty ass shit that i would do did you see the the lawn that somebody put a laundry basket with laundry soap on their front yard? <laughs> no. Oh my god. Oh, these ruthless people. I love them. I need to meet them. Right. I was like, I just want to go ha- like hang out on the street. Yes. <laughs> I just can't believe. Like, I mean, there's a you know, I have three kids, and there is a lot that I would do for my kids, but I don't know if I would go to this extreme to i mean i i just can't imagine and for them to sit there and say like we love gabby and we're so no you didn't you didn't yeah you did and you fucking met your child your child card just said mom dad i killed somebody and you met him over there and didn't drove a goddamn van back to florida knowing good and goddamn well that he fucking with all her shit in it right and then in their dry in their garage yeah, and I don't know if, like, if my kid came to me and was like, oh, my God, I killed so-and-so. I, I mean, I'd probably be like, 
the fuck you mean you killed somebody what but I don't think I'd be like oh my god we better get you a ticket we better get you to the- let's go camping yeah no I think that there are two while your girlfriend's parents. missing <laughs> I feel like there are two different parents and I'm not saying that one is right and one is wrong but I feel mm-hmm. like if my child were to come to me and be like hey mom like I killed somebody I'd be like okay well um we're gonna take a little ride we're gonna go to the police station because I would rather like me turn them in for something like that yeah. and then safely be okay and then us get a lawyer and go to court and you know I would be there for them for that mm-hmm. for them to be on the run and like just racking up charge after charge yeah. after charge yeah. And you know, I, I like a lot of people, I keep seeing all these posts and they're like, oh, it was premeditated. He planned to take, go on that vacation. I'm like, I don't think that was the case. I think they just escalated in the moment and he probably reacted and it happened. But I'm like, you know, like people are like, well, maybe he pushed her and she fell and hit her head. And I'm like, okay, so tell the fucking cops that. Right. I mean, yeah, maybe you did. Maybe you did have that fight. I literally told my husband that I was like, that's the only thing that I can think of, right? Like maybe they were arguing and they yeah. hit her and she fell, hit her head, and he was like, I'm fucked and panicked. Okay. Yeah. Because but, I don't think he has the balls to like premeditate this shit. Yeah, right. but at the same time, well, he doesn't have the balls to kill himself either. Like, I, 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 when I said to, that's what I said. And if he does die, it's not going to be at his own hands. No. Oh my God, we have taken a left turn. <laughs> no, hey, one last thing about Brian Laundry. I am so sick and tired of seeing all these posts like, oh, Brian Laundry spotted and like these, like these videos of them just walking by. And I'm like, y'all are acting like he doesn't have a $150,000 reward. Like, I don't, if he looks like Brian Laundry, I'm taking his ass to the ground. And wasn't he like f- spotted in North Carolina recently? Yes. So that's what the new thing is. And the FBI met with the guy yesterday. So. Okay, but- I live in North Carolina, and I tell you right now, I'll be tackling anybody in their mom. Yes, did at North Carolina, Tennessee line in the Appalachia Mountains. He was acting confused, saying that he that his girlfriend loved him, and that this is all a mistake. And like that's so. This is supposed. Obviously, this is not confirmed that it was actually him. But the theory behind it is, if it is him, it makes sense because he's been living off the land for so long that his mental capacity is diminishing so or and the just thing is that if it's happening that's going to get him caught yeah so just trying to get an insanity bargain well and that's so there's a lawyer on tiktok that like has been talking about this case she's actually from arkansas i think and she has said that she said this very well could be a setup for an insanity plea yeah, it literally always is. All right, okay, we're taking a left turn. Crime podcast, true crime started. podcast that we wanted to start. Here yeah, we are. Me, I love true crime. So same, same. We are going to start one for fun, just because, right? Yeah, we are going to shift gears and do uh, writing questions, and I'm going to take those. So, when did you first realize that you wanted to be a writer slash author? Oh gosh. Um. So funny story. Like obviously, like most authors you know like it starts with reading um and it's really ironic because like when I was in high school when I was younger I hated reading oh my god you stick a book in front of me and I would throw it at you like I don't and then my mother-in-law got me a Kindle for Christmas one year and I remember opening it and like you know like obviously you have to be thankful for your gifts and stuff and I'm like what the fuck am I gonna do with a Kindle like really what am I gonna do with this And so I remember like it had one of those free, you know, like when you open it and it's got like the um, ads and stuff, I was like, oh, there's a free Rachel Van Dyken 
book and so I started reading it and I was like damn this shit's kind of this is way better than that history shit they make you read in school you know and so I got really hot and heavy into reading and then there was a group of us here that started going to book signings yeah you know when you go to book signings as a reader you're just like oh man and so I actually read or read oh my gosh I actually wrote full court press on the way home from um Texas I believe it was a signing in Texas and I started writing it. And then it just, at that point, it was just like something that was in my head that I just wanted to get out. And then they all started talking about how they were going to publish theirs. And I was like, well, shit, I can't be the only one in our group that doesn't publish. Like how embarrassing is that? How and embarrassing. So, so it just kind of went from there. And so, you know, when you publish one, you kind of get addicted. Yeah. And then it went to one night and then I started having these thoughts about Cal and Jen and foul shot. And I was like, well, shit, I guess they need a story too. And so it just kind of went from there, but that's kind of how it started. It's literally like, that is literally everybody's and their mother's problem. It's like, oh, I'm going to write one book. And then like, oh, I'm going to write 50. Yeah. Um, Later, you're like, oh, I did all this. Yeah, I know. Right. All right. So do you have any interesting writing quirks? Like when you sit down to write, like, do you have to be eating Twizzlers or like wearing the same pair of socks or something? Um, I have to have, this is so weird. This stupid dog. Um, sorry. He's driving me insane. Um, I have to have the TV on. Okay. And I, you're going to laugh, but I have to be watching criminal minds most of the time. <gasps> oh God. Don't do me like this. I don't know why, but it's like, so like, It'll be on and I can't even, like, I don't even hear it, but I'll have the volume up to where it's loud, but I'm just like, you know, just hopping away, living my best life while they're catching serial killers and stuff. And my husband will come in and be like, what is happening here? And he's like, and he'll be like, are you writing about like somebody dying? And I'm like, no, I just wrote a sex scene. And he's like, oh, oh, I can see how that would relate. And I'm like, yeah. I'm you have no idea the obsession I have with that television show. Oh, I, I love it. Like OG obsessive fan. And see, like, my husband gets mad because he can't go to sleep to stuff like that. He's got to go to sleep to, like, Disney movies or some shit. <laughs> I sleep to Criminal Minds. We literally play this game. I swear to God, and I can do it with anybody. And, like, like he has his, like, family come over, like, when they're over or whatever. And we play this game where, like, they go to, crim- like, the Criminal Minds, like, page or whatever on Netflix and they'll blindfold me and like spin me away from the TV and they'll pick a random episode in a random season and I can't see it. And I like turned away from the TV, can't see. And I can guess like what episode it is, like the name of the episode, the murderer and the plot. Oh my God. Those 10 seconds of the intro. That's a true fan right there. And they're like, what in the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, I've rewatched this like at least 30 times. Right. You're a super fan. For real. Oh my God. And I saw this quiz on Facebook that I took. I got a hundred out of it. hundred out of hundred. I mean, obviously. <laughs> it was like, are you a true criminal minds fan? And here I am like stoned out of my mind eating Doritos. And I'm like, absolutely. She came it. to visit me. And the only thing she watched in my living room was criminal minds the whole weekend. This is my I jam. love it. I, like, I love it. Of course. I'm a super fan. All right. So who do you, what do you like to do when you are not writing? Oh my God. What do I like to do or what do I have to do? I mean, both. Oh, well, I have three kids. So, um, that, and, <laughs> and um, my nine-year-old is in competitive cheer. So 
um, when the season starts, we spend a lot of time traveling to competitions and stuff. Um, and I, this sounds so like I have a four pound Yorkie who is my world because my other Yorkie of 10 years died a year ago. And so like, you know, like you, you make up for all the things you didn't do with that first one. And so he goes everywhere with me. So we shop, we, we literally just go shopping and he picks out whatever toy he wants. And if his daddy says anything, then his daddy gets smacked, you know, like, so that's really it. Like I just spend time with my Yorkie and my kids. <laughs> I'm so exciting. I'm so exciting. I think that it sounds like a fantastic time. Honestly, I love that. He's a good shopper and like, I'll take him with me when I go shopping like certain places and I'm like, he's the best because he doesn't bitch about the price. He doesn't tell me I look horrible in it and he's just perfect. You know, I love that. That makes me want to go smoke. <laughs> Eat Oreos. Um, so what is the weird, this is my favorite writing question. So what's the weirdest thing you've had to Google for a book? Oh God. Um, I don't even know. Cause there's been so much um what would make the the fbi come knocking on your door probably every damn one at this point because the other day it was about a broken leg um i can't even remember my husband will get on sometimes and he'll look at my history and he's like what the hell have you been doing i'm like just right. the jay's hard drive right, right. <laughs> i'm gonna have to burn this laptop when i'm done yeah, when i die somebody better toss this fucking computer out a goddamn plane window right no i don't know what the weirdest thing is like i can't think of there's just been so much, so much that I can't, I can't pinpoint one. All right. Um, I, next stuff, we've had all sorts of different stuff. On here. I'm sure. I'm sure there's been a good one. I'm just, I'm drawing a blank right now. The best one is like, can you use butter for lube? For lube? Oh that my goodness. I terrible. That was from Rachel Lee and Sarah Kate. That is so great. So You're great. For four, because they had a scene with the kid with the kitchen table. Yeah. And they were like, can you use butter for lube? And I was like, yeah, you definitely can, but you're going to give your girl a yeast infection plus a urinary tract infection. Yeah. Like, listen, I'll be damned if my husband puts butter on me. Okay. Yeah. It ain't happening. I don't look like a goddamn turkey to you. Because, no. Okay. Well, first of all, let's not pretend like there's not going to be some damn breadcrumbs in that butter from buttering his toast the morning for, before. Oh my God. Yes. Know. And that's going to feel like sandpaper. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. All right. Um, so that's my last writing question. All right. CV, you take reading questions, ma'am, madam. So and I'm going to like step out for like two seconds because I'm going to grab something. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> What book has your favorite cover? Now, this can be any of yours or any one that you've read. Oh, gosh. Um, honestly, I'm going to sound selfish and go with one of mine because Enamored, that green cover. Oh, my gosh. It was honestly between that one and purple. And the purple was so pretty. But I try to think of like if they're on a shelf together and one was orange. And I'm like, I don't want this to look like a damn Halloween series. <laughs> so I went with green. And I just, oh, my gosh. Carrie March does my covers. And she is just. Mm. She has a couple people's covers that I know. Oh, I love it. And the only thing I hate. Yeah. The only thing that I hate is that she sends me three mocks to choose from because I can't choose. So I will send all of them to Tori and I'm just like, Tori, pick, pick which one's your favorite. And she said green. So I said, green, it is green. It is. I still have messages from uh, 
Kat Singleton when she was picking the cover from Founded on Temptation because she had found this model that she really, really wanted, but he was really expensive. Mm -hmm. I think it was like, I want to say it was close to a thousand dollars for this picture. Oh my gosh. And she was very close to paying for it because it was such a, it was a really good cover model. He would have been great and it was, she would have gotten her money's worth from it. But then she found this guy from like Brazil Mm -hmm. and he is, oh, he is perfect for Sebastian's book and I'm obsessed, but we couldn't choose. It was so hard to choose. I couldn't, well, see, I just, it's hard for me. I couldn't, So what attracts you to a book then? The cover, the blurb, the recommendation, or the title? Uh, The cover, as long as I can see all those abs. (laughs) It's, I mean, it gets me every time. Like it catches my attention and then I'll read the blurb. And for me, a blurb is very important too, because if the blurb just sounds like dense, then I'm just like, oh, no thanks. But if that, it gets me, then I'm like, "Mm, sorry, somebody's gonna have to pick my kids up from school because I'm busy. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes a blurb can be really good and the covers not be great at all. Yes, yes. I try not to judge a book by its cover, but if I'm being honest, I do. I think everybody does, honestly. I I think at some extent, everybody does. Yeah. Especially because the indie world's so fickle with covers. Yes. And how they, and what sells and what doesn't sell. Mm -hmm. I think that. But I think you can make, you can market any type of cover that's done I do too, if you do it the right way. Yeah. But I think it has to be done now. Like. I think it has to be done well. Does that make sense? Like, like, courage for fools. Yeah. Like, I love that cover, and I think that was marketed perfect for that book. Yeah, so it's like, I think everybody can do, like, different things as long as it's, like, done well. I tell, like, new authors when they start, I'm like, okay, two things that you need to spend money on is your cover and your editor. Like, spend the money on those Yeah. Because those are going to be the two people that are going to make you the most money back. Yo, because with editing. Yeah. You don't want to cross them and not have your book edited. For sure. So who were some of your favorite authors to read? And yes, you can promote your friends. Um, so Tori Fox, obviously my bestie, um, she just had atonement release. And it is a dark romance and man, oh man. Um, so her, but probably my all-time favorite and probably the one, I'm literally looking at my bookshelf as I'm answering this question. Um, probably the one that I have the most books by is uh, Tijon. Oh yeah. I love, the, oh, I love the Fallen Crest series. It, man, that's probably my all-time favorite though. I like her. I, I love I'm I'm trying to think I read like one book by her I feel like I just miss like these big three authors like I just read like this year just read my first Colleen Hoover book yeah so I don't know there's one enemies is that what it's called the football one yes yep yeah I think that's the one I read I really liked it though see I like um she's got the Carter Reed um and then there's a spinoff and it's called Cole, and it's a mafia romance, and yeah. uh, my youngest son's middle name is Cole. Oh my god, I love it. 
MJ, you would like um my favorite book by her, and it's surprising that I really like this book as much as I do. It's Anti Step Brother. Yes, yes. This book is so yeah. I actually named my youngest son after book characters, and then both of my boys have middle names that are book characters. But I didn't tell my husband until the adoptions were done, so. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't change the paperwork it was too late like, I love it. I love that because you know what and she just said she read the first Colleen Hoover book I would totally name a boy Atlas mm-hmm. after reading that book yeah because I got obsessed with that name but now now I'll tell you it sucks because um my youngest his name came from Levitate with Maxton and so now it was one of, it's by Kaylee Ryan. And I love that book, but I can't read it now because it's got Max in it. I'm just like, oh my God, my eyes, my, oh my gosh. It's horrible. So that was like a fail on my part, but I love the name Maxton. So I'm here for it. So do you, so do you prefer an e-reader or physical copies? I'm on it. I read on my Kindle probably 99% of the time because I can get under the cover and be comfortable and the light doesn't have to be on so he can be sleeping and um and honestly I only have paper every once in a while I read a paperback but they just sit on my shelf signed and all pretty so same nobody touches these no no yeah they are for looks only if absolutely touch- it's like those towels in the bathroom that you're not supposed to touch and they're just for looks like exactly like the monogram one yeah <laughs> And these are my monogram books. Please don't touch them. It's funny because uh, JJ Grace is mailing me her series for since I work for her. And she uh, she said, well, unless you want to read them on Kindle Limited for page reads. Right. <laughs> I said, it's fine. I'll read on Kindle Unlimited anyway. And I'm just going to put them on my bookshelf. Yeah, yeah. I'm here for it. All right, CV, is that your last reading question? Yes. All right. So we are going to move to the last section of our podcast, which is trope questions. These are some of our favorite questions and they're always super fun. So what's your favorite trope to write and why? Well, apparently surprise pregnancy because it just sneaks in there. And so there I two types of people in the world. I am convinced there are two types of people in the world. You can never be a middle ground. Like you can never be in the middle of uh, <laughs> like liking surprise baby or not. It's either your favorite trope or your least right, favorite. Right. Middle ground. It's never like in the middle reverse ground. harem, though. It's either <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, and reverse harem is the opposite on that one. If you love tro- if you love surprise baby, yeah, reverse harem is probably your least favorite trope. I have my. <laughs> I love it. All right. So, what is one trope you would eventually like to write, and why? Oh God, a bully romance. Mm. I love I, me a good bully. That's an answer we don't get a lot of, but we've had a couple. Oh, I do. I love reading a bully romance. And I don't know if that just like, sometimes I'll talk about it and I'm like, God, I'm a horrible person, but I do. I love it. I hate bullies. I really do hate bullies, but you put one in a book form, man. And I'm all about that dude. Well, see, that's the thing. It's just like, you know, we're not condoning anything outside of these books. Like, you know, unprotected sex that happens in surprise baby sometimes. Right. Like, not condone we're not right. or you know promoting anything that happens inside these books but it's been like 
psych like there have been like psychological testing that shows that these kinds of things and like these mm-hmm. like dark edgy situations that we read about are like good for the female brain yeah so, like listen if i want to read about a fucking guy who's you know bullying a bit chicken high school and he's rich and he's hot that's what i do yeah. i literally just wrote a bully romance so i'm oh. defending it i don't even care i don't care I'm not condoning bullying. I hate fucking bullying. I yeah. will whoop the shit out of any bully, but like <laughs> fictional hot man situation. Absolutely. Eh, maybe not. All right. So what is one trope you will never write and why? Um, Honestly, probably reverse harem because I just don't know if I have it in me to do it justice. I fucking told you see what I'm saying. See what I'm saying? <laughs> now, but I will have to say... I probably agree with you on that. Like reverse harem is probably one of my favorite tropes to read. Yes, yes. Writing it. Oh my God. I just don't know if I could do it. Like, I don't know if I could do it justice. Like all of the ones that we read and not, you know, I just don't know if I can do it. There's a huge market for it right now. So I wish I could, but. I don't think that I could differentiate the men's voices in my head. I think they would sound like the the same guy. And I, I could, I don't think I could do that. And the people who do, do reverse harems, bro. I you suck. You can. I can only put up with one man in real life, not multiple men, even in my fake life over here. Like I can't. I, can't. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, CV, you take the last question. If you were in a book, what trope would you want for your story? Well, certainly not surprise pregnancy. Hell no. Harem. Uh, I. <sighs> um god forbidden romance give me that one. Oh yeah oh yeah like a forbidden student vibe yeah i'm here for that, that would be it for me i love those i don't even i know i listen i don't i don't even care i love them no shame no shame <laughs> I love forbidden romances. have you read saffron kent i feel like she's the queen of forbidden romances no i haven't oh my god you need to watch it you need to watch it you need to read it you need to read her <laughs> oh, so good i'll add it to my ever-growing list it's for real i'm not joking you need to do it all right so- I like bad boy blues i think everybody should read that book yeah, she's got no, 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 no. Read Medicine Man. Read Medicine Man. Okay. Medicine Man's one of the best books out there. There's this girl named Willow, and she's basically in a psychiatric hospital. And there's this new psychiatrist named Simon. Ooh. And you can do the math from there. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. All right. She's even but, got a surprise pregnancy one, doesn't she? Does it? Is it my darling Arrow a surprise pregnancy? No, that is my a gorgeous villain. That's a one. <laughs> I knew she had one because her and I. Were- guess what? I read it. I read it because I loved it. Because I was like, listen, I love these characters, so I don't even care what she puts them through. I don't even care. But that is our our last question for you, sadly. However, you've been so amazing, and we're gonna leave you a few minutes to kind of talk about yourself. And if you have an upcoming release or a sale coming up, this is your time to tell our listeners where to reach you. The floor is yours. All right. Well, um, oh God, I hate talking about myself. It, it gets me selfish because I just hate, I hate how selfish it makes me feel. Um, but Enamored's coming up October 21st. It's Grayson and Paige's story. And then it's going to be followed up with Enraptured and it's up on pre-order. So you can grab both of them for pre-order right now. Um, who the hell knows what's going to happen in 2022 dinosaurs are going to come back i mean fuck my life if that happens okay because i just 
I don't have, I can't worry about dinosaurs coming after me with everything yeah, know, else right? going on. Um, so yeah, but that's pretty much it. So, um, I'm on TikTok 24 seven. I try to make the funniest videos, even though they don't. And if you get on there and you see like me talking about how I got knocked up by some hot bartender and then his sister was my OBGYN, just don't come at me with like crazy, like, how dare you? That is because I, I loved it. Oh my God. So, and so like, I had to like, in that TikTok, I had to go and be like, guys, guys, it was, it was for views. Okay. It obviously worked. Like I'm not a whore. Okay. I've been happily married <laughs> for yeah. years. Um, so yeah, I TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. I'm active every single day on there. So. All right. Well, thank you so much once again for joining us. You've been a super amazing guest and uh, we wish you good luck on your release coming up and we hope to chat with you soon. All righty. Sounds good. It was great.